the primary endpoint is a, a combined endpoint of that congestive heart failure or shock at 90 days. We don't have these data yet. Uh, one reason is, for example, that congestive heart failure and shock have to be uh, adjudicated by a central event committee. Uh, we have complete mortality data at 30 days, and they have shown a significant difference uh, with the p-value of 0.04 with a lower mortality in the PCI alone arm. Can you actually give me the figures on mortality? Yes, uh, mortality uh, in the TNK plus PCI arm was 6%, in the primary PCI alone arm 3.8%. Now, this 6% is, is, is very comparable uh, with what we have observed in other SN trials with TNK, in spite of the fact that if, even in SN4, uh, patients at higher risk were randomized. So uh, this alone is, is a good result. But what is remarkable is the very low mortality in the primary PCI arm and also apparently the lack of any stroke in this arm. Did you see differences in issues like stroke, like MI, like Timmy 3 flow, for example? Yes. Uh, of course, there was more Timmy 3 flow uh, before the procedure because patients got TNK, but we were disappointed about the, the percentage Timmy 3 flow, which was only uh, 44% in the TNK arm, and we anticipated a much higher patency. After the procedure, patency rates were more or less equal in the two arms. But, but this 44% uh, was a disappointment. And differences in uh, stroke? or uh, Stroke, yes. Uh, the, the intracranial hemorrhage rate was 0.97, which is very similar to other uh, TNK trials. Total stroke was 1.8%, also comparable to other trials. But the striking result uh, was the fact that no strokes were reported uh, in patients uh, who underwent a primary PCI. I think when you're looking at these treatments, it's, it's as much of a question about how you set up your health service as it is about what precise treatments you give. And in that context, I suppose one important question is whether you saw differences between the treatment groups in all of these three subgroups that you had, whether they're randomised in the, in the community hospital, in the ambulance or in the PCI centre. Overall, the mortality rates uh, were lower in the ambulance randomised patients. Also for primary PCI alone, and again, this stresses, uh, again, the importance of early diagnosis of the acute MI and bringing the patient to the right place. Uh, and in the ambulance population, the mortality in the TNK plus PCI arm was lower than in PCI alone. It was a difference of 0.6%, not significant, but perhaps there is something there that is important when we would design another study in this domain. The largest difference was in the community hospitals, where surprisingly uh, the mortality in the TNK plus PCR arm was, was more than 7%. Again, I don't know what the reason is for this uh, greater excess in PCI hospitals. Uh, it's too early to, to, to give an answer to this, but I think the striking and important result is that overall the mortality rates are lower in the ambulance-treated patients, and even there there seems to be a suggestion that uh, TNK started there very early after onset of symptoms because we know that thrombolysis works very well in fresh infarcts uh, could be beneficial. Obviously you're waiting for this 90-day data to emerge, but in the meantime, do you think you can draw any lessons from Ascent 4 about uh, how cardiologists should be aiming to treat uh, myocardial infarction and what strategies health services should be aiming to set up? Again, I want to say again that this is not a comparison of thrombolysis uh, versus uh, PCI. 
but it has an impact in the fact that uh, a strategy of uh, full-dose lytic immediately followed by a PCR is something that we cannot recommend at this stage in all patients with ST segment elevation acute MI.